Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Monday, June 19th. It's four minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You can find him on Twitter at Rob M. Kendall. You can find me at Casey Daniels 317. Okay, let's talk about this latest Quinnipiac poll. It pretty much says that Biden and Trump are tied. They've got Biden at 48% and Trump at 44%. So that's within the margin of error, uh, statistical tie. And the important thing to note about this poll is that it came out after the indictment news. So you can't say, well, you know, this was done before and Biden's doing a lot better, actually. No, this was with all of the information that we have about Trump. Actually, the lawyers in the uh, indictment just came out and said that Trump is not allowed to release anything to the media in regards to this indictment. So they're sitting at a tie today. But, okay, and so this is... um now, I mean, they call it statistical tie. Technically, Biden's ahead, but every poll basically is showing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And polling is a snapshot of a moment in time, so you have to take it with a grain of salt. But when you see multiple polls showing you the same thing, what you realize is the country is going to be put in a position in which, just like the last time, they're going to have to make a choice between a guy who they loathe in Trump and a guy in Biden who thinks the queen is still alive. And Americans don't want any part of that. They don't want to have to make that choice. And yet the Republican and Democrat parties seem insistent upon forcing people to choose people they do not like. This may surprise you. You know, it was Father's Day over the weekend. Yes. And I had the opportunity to talk with some younger people. And we have said that come Father's Day, we'll know how Ron DeSantis is doing. Yes. And from the polling that I've seen, he's not making the gains that we had thought he would. Uh, Caddy, uh, Chevy Chase and Caddyshack, when talking about Rodney Dangerfield's uh, golf game, summed it up best. You're not good. You stink. You're not good. Uh, look, he's been he's been incredibly underwhelming yeah. in terms of, I, I thought people would see DeSantis and given what he had done, people would say, okay, this is the guy who we can reliably count on to do the stuff Trump promised to do, but do it better because he did it in Florida. He's a better option. He's a younger option. He brings so much less drama with him to the equation. Let's get back into the position of winning and being better and consistently more conservative. And yet it goes back to the conversation we had with Chris Christie, where you can say all the things. That's why I've basically given up doing it now. I mean, I've I've tried it and you can say all the things. And all the things may be right. All the things Chris Christie's pointing out about the people that Trump appoints and his behavior and all of those things may be right. But it's just like trying to talk that woman out of the guy with with great hair and a big wallet that this guy is going to just be the worst person for you and he's going to cheat on you and he's going to leave you. Probably true. Mm-hmm. But if prepare the, for that. But if the person in question does not care, then it doesn't matter. And at this point, it appears that the Republican 
voter, the majority of Republican voters, simply don't care, and it doesn't matter what sort of case Ron DeSantis or Tim Scott or anyone else makes. They're dead set on going with Trump, and we're going to go through the same thing over again because apparently we are not tired of losing win, losing easily, easily winnable elections yet as a Republican Party. Well, I really feel like Ron DeSantis is going to have a really hard time if he does not make some inroads with the younger voter, specifically the Gen Z, because they are well aware of him and they are still leaning towards Trump, at least the group that I talked to. And I was surprised by that and even asked, well, really, with with everything you know about Trump and, and the way he is, and even the younger group is forgiving the behavior. Well, and so this is what's going to be fascinating, because you have complete egomaniacs like Mike Pence, who are the other, you know, also rands. And will you see ahead of and it has to happen ahead of Iowa it cannot happen once the election started because once Trump the Trump momentum gets going with the delegate count it won't matter but will you see these complete egomaniacs who are totally in it for themselves like Christie and Pence will they finally let's say it's middle of November early December will they finally if they're still at one percent two percent three percent collectively as the democrats did with biden to stop bernie sanders with Buttigieg and klobuchar and all those people and say hell Buttigieg won a state and got out right away well, didn't he he was first in he iowa. Won iowa and got right. out so will they say in order to try to stop trump we will unify around ron DeSantis and hope that we can cobble together enough support to get DeSantis across the finish line because if they all stay in it's gonna Trump's just gonna lap the field and it'll be Trump and we're gonna go through the same thing this fall that we've gone through with the last two elections where he underperforms and the people he endorses underperform and then then it's everybody's fault but Trump or are we gonna actually try to win the election I'm done doing the thing with pointing out the obvious things about Trump people clearly they don't like they don't care they know the stuff. They know he appointed all these establishment people who screwed him. They know he didn't finish the wall. They know he was egregious on COVID. They know all this stuff. And it is so weird, the mass hypnosis, where they simply do not care. Because people are just forgiving him for those things. It's, it's the, almost like they'd rather be entertained than governed. May, maybe that is the case. But to me, I always thought that if a guy was running, and this is what DeSantis was, who was so strong during COVID, that you could point out, because I come at it from a liberty and freedom perspective, and the Trump behavior during COVID, the fun, you know, the mass money printing, the giving that money to the states to facilitate the shutdowns, the promoting of Fauci, the promoting of lockdowns, the promoting of masks, the promoting of the shot, all of these things. I thought people, if somebody, some viable person, not Jeb Bush could stand up and go, here is what Trump did. Here's what we did. People would go, well, dang, he's right. Trump really was kind of out of control during during COVID. But it doesn't matter. No. He's doing it and it doesn't matter. Okay, so let's talk. You know, we we played a lot of Chris Christie, who's been attacking Trump, and now the former Attorney General, Bill Barr. He's attacking him as well. He said that Trump is always going to put his own interests and gratifying his own ego ahead of everything else. 
The other thing is, this is not just an isolated example. Trump has, you know, has many good qualities and he accomplished some good things. But the fact of the matter is, uh, he is a consummate narcissist and he constantly engages in reckless conduct that, that puts uh, his political followers at risk and, and, and the conservative and Republican agenda at risk. Would he put the country at risk if he was in the White House again? He, he will always put his own interests and gratifying his own ego go ahead of everything else, including the country's interests. There's no question about it. This is a perfect example of that. He's like, you know, he's like a nine-year-old, a defiant nine-year-old kid who's always pushing the glass toward the edge of the table, defying his parents to stop him from doing it. It's a means of self-assertion and exerting his dominance over other people. And he's, he's a very petty individual who will always put his interests ahead of the country's, his personal gratification of his, you know, of his ego. But our this country, our country can't, you know, can't be a therapy session for, you know, a troubled man like this. <laughs> but you notice, Casey, Bill Barr knew all those things because it's not like you got in there and said, what? Trump's really into himself above everyone else. He took that job as attorney general. Well, sure. He wanted that gig. He, he wanted to be attorney general. Yeah. These people, when they can benefit from it, they're all they're all on board. You know, Mitch McConnell's wife, Dan Coates, you know, the good time, Chris Ray, the good time fun gang. Bill Barr, when they can get something from him, they're on board. However, it is another example that this was not right out of the top of his administration. This was not when he picked Jeff Sessions. This was, you know, late in his administration. He picked Bill Barr. Mm -hmm. So Trump, you know, on one hand, Trump can go, well, the establishment, the swamp, the blah, blah, blah. You picked him. Well, and this goes back to Chris Christie's point when he said that Trump Hire, does not hire good people or he's not a good manager. So Bill Barr was asked if he believed that Trump lied to the Justice Department as part of the classified document case and the former attorney general said, yep-o. Do you believe he lied to the Justice Department? Do I personally believe it? Yes, I do. And do you believe that that he, he continues to claim that he has all these privileges and rights under the Presidential Records Act. Is he mischaracterizing the act? It, 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 absolutely. Uh, the legal theory by which he gets to take battle plans and, and sensitive national security information as his personal papers is absurd. It's just as wacky as the legal doctrine they came up with for you know having the vice president unilaterally determine who won the election. The whole purpose of the statute, the Presidential Records Act is was to stop presidents from taking official documents out of the White House. It was passed after Watergate. That's the whole purpose of it. And therefore, it restricted what a president can take. It says it's purely private that had nothing to do with uh, the uh, deliberations of government policy. Obviously, these documents are not purely private. It's, it's obvious. And they're not even now arguing that it's purely private. What they're saying is the president just has sweeping discretion to say they are, even though they squarely don't fall within the definition. It's an absurd argument. So they're not going to be hanging out and brushing each other's hair anytime soon. It's so interesting that Trump will hire these people. It's a big love fest. And then there's a disagreement and Trump attacks them. And then they go on the attack of Trump. And now you've got Chris Christie, you know, leading the parade here. The great downfall of Trump it politically is he has no political ideology. Like he has no, my broad sweeping goal is to accomplish fill in the blank. 
Now, he has ideas like build the wall. Now, he did build the wall because it polled very well. People need to realize that before Donald Trump ran for president in 2015, he spent a huge amount of personal money doing polling. And it has since, well, not officially leaked out, but come out that inside the Republican Party, build the wall was a huge thing that no Republicans, certainly to the gravitas and and spotlight Trump was, was talking about. That came out. He latched onto that. Trump is a phenomenal marketer. But Trump has no actual core political philosophy. He doesn't believe in smaller government. He might believe in better government. He might believe in a more efficient government. But clearly, based on his administration, which did nothing but grow government and grow government spending, he's not a liberty and freedom person. He's an authoritarian. He's not, you know, he's not a person who believes in smaller government. He believes in bigger government. Trump believes in Trump. And so the problem is when you have no core political ideology, You don't really have ideological people in which to trust. So Trump, when he gets elected, well, he's got Trump people. They're loyal to Trump. The Trump ideology is Trump. But that doesn't work when you're trying to run the country. You need core people who view the world and view the government a certain way. And so when you don't have that, you have Trump Trump people, for lack of a better term, making these political appointments, and they're making appointments based on business background, which is, hey, we got to play nice with these people, and we got to play nice with these people. You've got to burn the thing to the ground, and that's what he campaigned on doing was burning the thing to the ground, and then he got in there and he and didn't, he didn't do it. burn it to the ground, and he didn't do it. Well, you mentioned core political ideology; that is something that Ron DeSantis does have. However, it's not gaining traction. No. Because Trump is phenomenal at marketing himself, and right now he has marketed himself in the Republican Party, amongst the Republican electorate, as the victim. Now, look, is he probably the victim of some really, really shady ballot access laws? Sure. But let's bring it full circle, shall we? Yeah. The COVID shutdowns would Mm -hmm. not have happened without Donald Trump bribing these states to shut down. So the the excuse that Pennsylvania used, well, we had to shut everything down. He gave them the money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They couldn't have shut down without him. There was no mass mail and unaccountable balloting in Pennsylvania until the governor declared it by creed and the court upheld it. Why? Because everything was shut down. There was never a need to shut society down. Trump did this, most of this stuff, to himself, and yet he keeps getting a free pass on it. Well, and yet he's still in a virtual tie with Biden. So So it's not hurting him. It's not hurting him. Hey, there's a multi-million dollar Spotify podcast that was canceled, and some people are angry about it. Their names are Megan and Harry, and that's coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. minutes after 10 you're listening to kendall and casey on 93 wibc i wanted to get to this audio in our last segment when we were talking about donald trump but we uh we had to get to a break so let's play it now i'm not sure if this is a flub if this is a freudian slip what do you call this this is uh congresswoman stacy plaskett and uh, listen to what she says about donald trump 
having Trump not only have had the codes, but now having the classified information for Americans and being able to put that out and share it in his resort with anyone and everyone who comes through should be terrifying to all Americans. Mm -hmm. And he needs to be stopped. Yes, she did just say that he needs to be shot. Sounded like she said shot. Yeah, and then stopped herself and corrected herself. Also trending this morning, Megyn Kelly. She's discussing something that we've talked about on this very show. Of course, uh, all the Pride events happening throughout the entire month. And you and I had talked about at what point does LGB drop the TQI plus? Because there are a lot of LGB people who don't want to be entwined with the tuck-friendly swimwear and the um, directing their efforts towards children, and they want to just leave us alone. And uh, here's what Megyn Kelly had to say about that. When does LGB drop T&Q? It has to happen. What happened was gays and lesbians achieved equal rights. We had a Burgefell, the Supreme Court upheld gay marriage. They they had to spike the ball in the end zone moment. But then entities like the Human Rights Campaign, which similar to BlackRock and Vanguard, have this corporate equality index score that they've been giving companies for years, including Fox and others, depending on do you provide same-sex partner benefits, that kind of thing. That made sense. But then as soon as they had their spike the ball moment, they decided we need a reason to exist. We get, well, you know, all these people are employed here. We have this great reputation. Corporate America is bending the knee to us. What are we going to do now? Well, let's, what's at the end of our little moniker? Oh, there's a T and a Q. There's another Q, by the way. It's like queer and questioning. Why does questioning get its own letter? Isn't that B? I don't, whatever. Uh, too many letters. And so they needed a reason to exist. And that's, they reinvented themselves now. And you're already seeing more and more thought pieces um, in, in several right-leaning publications from open-minded gays and lesbians saying, why are we still partnered with them? This partnership makes no sense. So it's up to them. They're going to have to break free if that's what they want. I was driving down Illinois Street over the weekend, and there were a lot of homes that had flags out in front, a lot of pride flags. And I saw many rainbow flags. And then there were a few that had the new rainbow flag with the triangle and the pink and the brown, which is the TQI portion. And I was really curious, like, okay, are these people celebrating Pride Month and they didn't have the older flag, so they had to go out and buy the new flag and that's all that's available? Or are they supporting the TQI plus portion of it? I was just curious. Well, it is, look, and again, we talked about this last week, the anti-gay marriage people, while I think they were wrong in opposing gay marriage from the standpoint of I don't think the government should be involved in marriage, period. And if you're going to involve people, uh, the government in something, you can't discriminate based on someone's sexuality. So I come, I always came at it from the standpoint of the government shouldn't be involved in it, period. It's a decision between two consenting adults and their church and what, you know, what may not, what doesn't work for me, if that works for you, that's the decision between you and other consenting adults and other organizations. However, the the anti-gay marriage people were very clear and are now being proven 100% correct that if you open the door for gay marriage, it will lead to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. Because the thing with liberals and Marxists is they must always continue to eat because once they stop eating, then the thing falls apart. The whole tenet of this, right, the whole tenet of the warped ideal uh, socialism, Marxism, leftism is that you are a perpetual victim. And as a perpetual victim, you are always in need of the government to be some sort of arbiter 
for your victimhood or otherwise you will remain a perpetual victim. So they have to, and this is exactly right. Megan Kelly was exactly right. You have to continually find new ways by which people are victimized. So we got to put new people in the club. Mm -hmm. And not only is it enough to just say, do whatever you want to do, which is where I am at, which is you, whatever church wants to recognize or not, whatever you do in the privacy of your own home, I do, I do not care. I, I don't sit around thinking about it. I'm not, you know, I don't spend time fretting over it. That you're, That's going to get decided down the road eventually by somebody other than me. However, I refuse to celebrate it. I refuse to applaud it. I refuse to throw a parade for you for it. I refuse to say you're a great person because of it. And the anti-gay marriage people have been proven exactly correct about what the next steps were because now unless you do those things, you risk losing your job. The Major League Baseball player who simply said, it is weird that a grown man pretending to be a little girl is a spokesperson for a beer company. He's out. Yep. They were exactly right. And I, I, uh, I must absolutely give them credit for being exactly correct because it will never stop until we stop it. It is 1027. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And I should have asked you, do we have some voicemails we're going to get to? Uh, No, we don't have some voicemails uh, because, well, I've been very busy, Casey. (laughs) I warned, look, here, in fairness, did I not send you an option last night. Uh, uh, yes. Yes, Sunday morning. I, very early Sunday morning, I said, dealer's choice, Casey, either you can do all the work or I will half-ass this thing at about 10.30 uh-huh. tomorrow night. And guess what happened? Yeah, you did all the work. I did all the yeah. work. So, uh, no, you, no voice- you had one job, voicemail. Do you want to talk about the <laughs> thing? Do you want to talk about the situation involving the, the chick and the guy from the phone company? I do, because this is good. This is either the most sickest, weirdest thing mm-hmm. I've ever seen or it is the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. Okay, well, I'm going to lay it up with a nice tease. We're talking bikini, we're talking (laughs) tattoos, and we're talking (laughs) well-assembled. Hopefully you'll stick around for all that. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It is 1031. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. I was a highway man. Good grief, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, that was my fault. Sorry. I was like, Kev, how much do we, how much time do we have left here? He's like, oh, you got a minute and a half, 10 seconds later. I forgot to We're stop back. the spot from rolling into it. And it, yeah, it was a disaster. Okay, so uh, bikini, <laughs> tattoos, as you like to say, well assembled. <laughs> so this, I, I have, this is a, I have no actual opinion on this because I'm all over the map on it. Now, this is going to be an audience participation thing here about whether this is the most ridiculous thing and this person should be put in an institution and kept away from decent society forever, or this is the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. I don't I don't know. So, <laughs> Trying to decide. Uh, so here's my deal on with the social media. If you yes. post it on social media, uh-huh. you clearly want the world to know about it. Yeah. So if I'm an acquaintance with you on social media and you post it there and it will be good for this show, I'm going to I'm going to use it. That seems reasonable, right? Like if sure. you are on you're putting the, it out there. You're on the internet. Yes. There's no well, I I can't believe I got out. Right. You posted it on the internet. Yes, you put it out there. You, yeah. You want okay, we're the good. engagement. All right. So there's you. You know what I'm about to. We're about to talk about. You have no problem with me discussing this because this person put it on the internet. Correct. Okay. So I have an acquaintance on social media. I would just very, very, very loosely. I'm not. I wouldn't even identify myself as friends with this person, but just you know, mutual friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is a person who 
does occasionally, it would appear, enjoy taking photos of themselves, <laughs> which is fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this. Mm-hmm. And they are a person. Hey, sometimes you got to be your own cheerleader. It, well, right. Absolutely. And Pump you have, yourself up. As you showed me with your bikini photo, you are one of those people. You have. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Except you took it and you don't broadcast it for the world, it's right? Not a, it's not on social media. It was for Correct. the viewing of your radio partner. <laughs> Bless your man. <laughs> it's a very selective audience. Gets this to is see a it. person who does. I mean, again, if you're posting things on the internet, mm-hmm. you clearly enjoy people looking at whatever you are. You're inviting posting. it in. It's like I am not out there going. I am so offended that everyone knows I load the governor of the state of Indiana. You know, how how dare you read my posts and look and spread my content? So, this is a person who, again, somewhat well assembled, does enjoy people looking at them Mm -hmm. and says, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. Sure. So she posts this correspondence (laughs) from apparently she went in to a phone, um, phone carrier store. Okay. I don't know whether this was because she needed a new cellular telephone Maybe there was a problem with said phone. Maybe she was looking at saying, hey, uh, I've got four people on my plan and there's supposed to be a discount at this. I don't know the whole background to the... Why she was there. Right. Yeah. Right. Could have been paying her bill. I have no idea. But I'm thinking it's something help with a cellular telephone of some sort based on... The screen is cracked. Yes. And she posts a correspondence that she has with who she describes as a person who helped her at the cell phone store. Yeah. So, you know, you go in there, Mm -hmm. if you've ever been, whether you have AT&T or Sprint or Verizon or whatever, you go in there, hey, I I need a new phone or my phone is not working or I need to update with my plan. First thing they're going to ask you is, hey, can I see your ID and can I get a a phone number associated with the plan? So now, basically, you know, you're kind of opening yourself up to whoever the person is because they've got to get your personal information. Yeah, there's a dialogue going on here. You are giving them the stuff so they can help you with the whatever the upgrade problem. or whatever you need yes, in question. the reason you're there. So she posts a screenshot of this correspondence and I'm just going to do a dramatic reading. Okay. Uh, he is going to be him, uh-huh. this person who helped her at the store. Yeah. She, her is going to be the him and her, right? So that's pretty. Got it. All right, ready? It's a man and a woman. Here we go. Him, do you sell content or do OF? OnlyFans. OF is OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. For those of you not familiar, OnlyFans is a site by which you sell photos of your of yourself. Yeah. Her. Who is this? <laughs> Maybe. Him. His name. Her. His name? Question mark. Him. From the cell phone provider store. <laughs> Her. Huh? Him. The guy who helped you. <laughs> Her, no, you shouldn't be texting customers asking for that. Wow. And that's how you got my number? Question mark. Jeez. That's a little creepy. They, he said that. So Dude. this guy, so here's what we have deciphered from this, Cab. Uh-huh. This, she rolls into this cell phone store, uh-huh. says, I need a new phone or I need an upgrade or there's a problem with the phone or whatever. This guy, as you would if you work at the store, let me get your ID, your information. Yep. He then somehow either writes it down without her knowledge or whatever, and then Mm -hmm. makes the decision to text her. 
<laughs> and he's asked, and it's he's asking for pics. Yes, yes, yes. And if or you're video. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> They've got both of the OnlyFans, is my understanding. Right, exactly. Well, she never did answer if she did it or not. Uh, she told him to get lost. <laughs> And so... Well, he was shooting a shot. Well, that's the point. Yeah, in a weird way. Something. <laughs> I mean, so this so this is either like... Okay, this guy, should he be fired for this is the first question that I have. If indeed this did happen as described. Right. If he's taking that information, possibly. I don't know oh, if that's if, against the rules. If you're texting a customer yeah. without their permission yeah. and you're asking them for yeah. what Picks? would be interpreted as nude content mm-hmm. by, I think, a reasonable yeah. person. Inappropriate. You should that's totally weird. be fired. So at some point, this guy, and he probably knows that, has to make a calculated move <laughs> of potentially getting scantily clad photos of this woman. Which is worth more, the job or the lady? <laughs> <laughs> but and here's this guy the thing. just said, I'm going in. He doesn't text her and say, hey... You want to get some coffee or can I take you to a movie? Let's go grab some food. No, he goes straight in for, do you have OnlyFans? Like, at least he was honest about it. He, he, he had no desire to get to know her on any level. Yeah, he does not want to deal with the drama. Yeah, so Kevin and I were working through how you might be able to have made this work. Because there is some sort of, like, there's oh, a... Wait, on whose angle? There, His angle? Yes. Okay. Because there is some sort of mad genius ass. There's a, it's it's twisted, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a twisted thing, and he should totally be fired for doing this. But if you're going to... Kev is a single man. You're going to admire the brazenness. Mm-hmm. The guy really didn't put any effort in trying to figure out how to make this work if indeed his goal was to cozy up to the customer in question. And here, here is... <laughs> what? Did he really want to cozy up? I think he wanted to sit in a dark room but there's yeah. a way by you, himself. But there's a way you could have made it work without drawing attention to yourself. Now, maybe he doesn't care if he lost, loses his job. Maybe he doesn't. However... There's a way you could have made that work, and here is how I okay. determined. Okay. Look, Casey, I'm not. I'm. I'm a much better person today than, sure. I, than I used to be in a but former life. But go back life. to your former life. Here's here's your how I would have made this work, and I think I, with my general charm and charisma, could have pulled this off. So here's how you do this. <laughs> so you text this woman and you say, "Hello, my name is so and so. I was the person who helped you today at AT and T." Yes. I have, uh, I make it my mission to ensure that everyone has the best customer service possible. Uh-huh. And so I hope you don't find this inappropriate, but I try to reach out to all of my customers to ensure that my service I provided today was a high, you know, a high level of quality customer experience. Boy, you're laying it on. So right. please take this survey so, so that well, I can get a bonus. And, and you include with my the, boss. Now it's your personal number, but you just say this is my work number. And so now you actually have a puncher's chance here because she's she's thinking, okay, maybe a little weird, but he would have my number because mm-hmm. it is a work phone. Now this is totally di- di- diabolical what I'm coming up here with, but I'm yes. just saying how we could have made this work. Mm-hmm. And then you can kind of gauge the room a little bit if she's actually into you, because if she's actually into you, <laughs> you're going to get a different response than if she's not, because then it might be, yes, it was fine. Thank you. Appreciate you. Have a nice day. 
What is she going to reply back? Something flirty? This was the best customer service I've yeah. ever had. I don't know. I don't think it's going to go very far with that method. But at least you're not now on social media being a <laughs> skis ball and a pervert. Okay, but you know, here's, here's the problem, though. She is putting herself out there, I don't know, what, daily, weekly, I, with the bikini pics? I don't know. And the, the whole thing. So she is putting her body out there for others to view. Yes. And when... Dude says, hey, are you oh, doing OnlyFans? Oh, then she became offended. Well, he definitely, I'm thinking if we're trying to, like if we're con- reconstructing the crime scene here, <laughs> he definitely, he, <laughs> he definitely went back and like did a, he saw her and he was clearly interested in her. And then he looked her up mm-hmm. on social media because he had her, mm-hmm. her information. And saw that she was all the time with the pictures. Right. And, and then so then took that, it to the next step. Yeah, so that's what he was like. Okay, there is obviously because Facebook does not allow that. There is I not, like what I see here. Right, you doing anything a, else? Absolutely. So what I'm saying is, at least that way you could have gauged the room because, to her credit, she blasted that dude's number and everything out for people to see. <laughs> and I mean, and he deserves it because it's totally inappropriate. H- however, I just wondered, you know, is that the. There's some mad genius aspect, but there's also some you should be locked in an institution aspect to this. <laughs> he does not have the swagger to pull off the direct ask like that. But at least he was being honest. Yeah. Like, he wasn't trying to, okay, I'm going to take you to dinner. Yeah. Knowing what the end result, yeah, and, what he and wanted. And there is some. He, he I mean, he went straight for clear. it. Yeah. While totally, he went straight for it. Whilst <laughs> totally sick and twisted, there is something, chivalrous would not be the right word, but there is something admirable about just getting right down to. Right. getting right, he, he does not have the time to mess around. Uh, and good on her for blasting him out there and putting his number out there mm-hmm. and calling him out. Okay, so this was not a love connection. <laughs> hey, when we come back, Casey. There has been a love connection. Yes, absolutely. Our super fan. We, you know we love him. We talk mm-hmm. about him all the time. Drake. Yeah. He uh, had announced recently he is. Uh, he and his wife are expecting a baby. Yeah. They had a baby shower over the weekend. Mm-hmm. We couldn't make it, so we all kind of said, hey, why don't you come on in here so we can thank you yeah. for being, this, being the incredible WIBC super fan that you've always been. Drake's going to join us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's 1048. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Hammer joins us in the studio. It's not even about me today. We've got an awesome (laughs) guest in studio today. And one of the most loyal WIBC listeners you're going to find is also a dude that I've known for a while, going back to the casino days, where he would just throw drunken punks out of that joint, (laughs) being an awesome security guard. Uh, You know him on Twitter Drake from America is here, our yeah. pal Drake. What's going on, gang? How we doodle be doing? Get right up on that bad boy. Speak right up in there. What's going on, gang? How we doodle be doing? So you have got your better half in studio as well. You guys are about to uh, become a 
expanded family here. Yes, yeah. we've been very blessed uh, for the past eight years. My wife and I, we've been trying to have uh, children uh, since 2016, and it's been a struggle. Uh, so we've been doing IVF, and uh, God finally on the third try of IVF, 90 grand out of All pocket, right. but we wow. finally be able to have a beautiful baby now, girl. Now, Dr- Drake was actually tweeting at Elon Musk at one point. <laughs> I saw to get him to fund his IVF. Yeah. He goes, I will name my kid Elon if you take care of this for me. That is 100% true. You know, that's, that's awesome. And one of the reasons we wanted to have you on, one is to say thank you to you and your wife because you've been great to us over the years. But I've learned so much the past year, obviously, about having kids. And you realize the amount of people who it does take a little extra help for them to be able to conceive. And fortunately, we live in a world now where we have the technology and the the scientific know-how and the blessing from God to have very smart people who can help people who otherwise wouldn't be able to conceive. 100, correct. I have to imagine it's been quite an emotional process for both of you. Be happy, emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can t- I can tell you firsthand when the doctor uh, called me, he says, "Congratulations, you're pregnant." And my wife was in, in the house, and I was in the garage taking out trash real quick. I'm like, "Say that again, doc. Say that again. Say that again." And he's like, "Congratulations, you're pregnant." <laughs> I went to my knees because finally prayers have been answered. Yes. And what's great with uh, you and your wife expecting, and Rob and his wife expecting, I've got multiple people around that I can do the joke of, "How's your wife and my kids going?" <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell that to anybody for a while. But now I've got two people I can ask, how's your wife and my kids? Uh, and you guys had a big shindig over the weekend yes. at the Drake uh, family estate. You guys have like a moat there. I'm picturing your house with like a, a moat. moat. <laughs> There's a drawbridge. Uh, just big, beautiful house. That was honestly the best thing that ever came out of COVID for me and my wife. We built it and uh, it's just been great. And we got a big, beautiful backyard. So we decided to do a big baby shower for her. And uh, since this will probably be our one and only, we're, we'll try again, but this will probably be our one and only. So I wanted to make sure she had an amazing party. And we have many friends and neighbors who back and support her and I. And we're just very blessed. We, when it comes to the food, we have ribs, chicken, barbecue, a taco bar, Solid. Thai food, desserts, chocolate. <laughs> Good powder. Lord. It was all galore. And then you Ethan, had Ponderosa. Right. You had a buffet. Right. And then Ethan Hatcher showed up and someone looked at me and goes, did you hire a magician? I look around the corner and I'm like, no, that's Ethan Hatcher, WIBC. He just had his brown top hat right. on. Sure. Ethan Hatcher, hit. for those who don't know, a great weekend host here. But if like Tom Petty and the magician from Frosty had a kid, <laughs> it would be Ethan Hatcher. <laughs> That's great. who it would look like. Yeah, and Jenny, our, our dear, dear friend, mm-hmm. Jenny from Relay, Indiana, was there. And she was sending me pictures and said, this is the greatest party in the history of ever. And Drake, I'm so glad you did this for your wife. But you are making the rest of us look like terrible husbands. I'm so sorry. <laughs> are you aware of this? My- I mean, Hammer and I don't put any effort in at all. And now you're just you're. Well, you've been married as long as that we've been married. <laughs> it is what it is at this point. My There's wife no is, making it better. My wife has been treating me like a king, and the best I could do is treat her like a queen, give her everything she rightfully deserves. I I love it. Now you guys used to be Drake as our guest. If you're just joining us, our super fan Drake, we're celebrating uh, the fact that he and his wife are about to have a baby. You invited. Everybody from WIBC to your baby shower. Yep. I love this. And it wasn't just like me and Hammer and Casey. It was like Micah Beckwith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. People that really don't even work here. Yeah. Like Micah. <laughs> He's the freeloader. He doesn't even work here. Yeah. And if I'm being really honest, uh, me and my wife, we have a very small circle. And we bring you guys into our lives every day. And you guys pretty much are pretty much family to us. There's a smart speaker in almost every room in my house. So I never miss the show when I'm going from upstairs to downstairs. I'm always listening. 
listen to WIBC when I drive from Indianapolis to Chicago and back with my job. Uh, I never miss it, you guys. And you guys are practically family. Like I said, we bring you into our lives and you are family. There's so much pressure when Drake reaches out to me and goes, I want to make a bet tonight. <laughs> and like, because I know, you know, they're getting ready to drop a shorty. They got a kid on the way. So there's pressure on. And I feel like I've won more for you than I've lost. But I lost the last one and I feel miserable about that. Hey, you win some, you lose some. I'm just <laughs> glad you let me bother you to pick out a good hit. Yeah. I. Uh, so you guys go way back, right? You guys worked at the casino together. Yeah. I was like the marketing guy and I would DJ on the floor and do prize giveaways. And Drake was the guy that if somebody was getting a little unruly, which is kind of picked them up by the throat like the Undertaker used to yeah. and throw them out the door. Open Bounce the door with their out. head. Exactly. Did you uh, did you work con- uh, security at the Steve Forbear concert at the uh, casino? Negative. <laughs> there were some things I was just told not to do. There uh, wasn't a need for security <laughs> at that concert. Harold's the only one here. <laughs> now, Mini Kiss was there. Yes. And that joint got packed. Yes, 100%. Yes. <laughs> Mini so what- Kiss. How does that... How many tickets they sell to a mini kiss? What did that room hold, Drake? About about 150, 200 tickets, probably. Every bit of that. Yeah, yeah. So, and Two, it sold out quick. Two hundred people went to see Little Person Kiss cover band, and yes. they just got the face paint and the ever. Yeah, and like they have like a backing track, but they sing the vocals. And <laughs> oh, this is a terrible question, but I, it's the first thing that came to, came to my mind. Do they have custom made? Little guitars. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, you can't have like you know a well, little guy with a massive Gene Simmons, you well, know, axe. I didn't know, but I figured it would be insensitive for me to just assume that they were playing, you know, small little people guitars. Hammer and Nigel, the podcast, were the ones that introduced them on the stage. <laughs> Is there a video of this? I don't think so. <laughs> it's been scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, you got a name. What'd you na- what did you name your little girl? <laughs> we named our girl Olivia Rose Drake. What a great name. Beautiful. Now, I heard you went into a mass panic because we also chose Olivia. Now, we did not choose uh, Rose as the middle name because you were worried I was going to think you stole the name. I was on my way to work, but I stopped at the Burger King drive through And then when you were making your announcement, it's Olivia. I was like, no. <laughs> He's going to think I'm copying off a of no good lion thieving Rob Kendall. Uh, man. Because nobody has ever named their kid Olivia before this. So I would naturally assume you just totally stole that from us. How did you choose that name? If I'm being straight honest, my wife and I were so indecisive. So I was naming names like Monica, Rachel, Phoebe. We were passing a Wendy's on the on 31. The and I'm like, cast of everything. And I'm like, I like the name Olivia. She finally said, I like the name Emma. And I'm so we had decided and it was Olivia. And then I think two, three weeks later, we heard you drop your name. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you know I wasn't that crazy of a super fan. It's a classic name. Yeah. I think that's great. Well, if it makes you feel yeah. any better, we had originally decided Reagan Thatcher. My kid was going to have the ultimate communism go smash name. <laughs> what I guess which of the parents came up with that one. And then my wife was like, no, God said it's going to be Olivia. And I said, well, I'm not going to argue with God. How can God. you argue with that? Yeah, yeah. so absolutely. So, Drake, uh, we did... Uh, pool our uh, resources together here because Hammer and I make about seven cents an hour, as you know, and uh, (laughs) Casey has something for you as well, but we wanted to get you something to say thank you for being an incredible uh, super fan. That's and for great. all that you guys do for us, and you guys are just the most generous, caring people in the whole world, and we you love you. You brought a flag to a night with WIBC. <laughs> you brought the Hammer and Nigel flag. Now, Casey, what is that? What is? What do you have over there? Well, it's a little jumper onesie. Oh, it's got the. It's, it's blue with uh, red. 
and white. If we get 200 people to the it. YouTube stream, Casey will try it on. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Well, here Stretch it goes. It up, yeah. up, up, up. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much, team. We appreciate and, it. And uh, now Hammer and I got you that. I will tell you, I it is a gift card to Walmart. I'm going to totally ruin the surprise for you because I need to tell the reason we got you a gift card to Walmart. Did you know on the Visa gift cards, they charge you now to buy a Visa gift card? Mm -hmm. You have to pay them money. Literally everybody knows that. You have to pay them money (laughs) to give you something that you're going to use at the the store. Mm -hmm. Why would I do that? I'm waiting for Rob. Do you know we've been to the moon? When did this happen? So I said, screw that. That's money out of your pocket that your yeah. kids can use. So we we said, I thought Walmart, there, nobody's boycotting Walmart right now, are they? Not today. It wasn't Target. So we got you a Walmart gift card so that way you'd have more money and more stuff for your baby. So mm-hmm. I made an executive choice. Hammer put me in charge of getting the thing. Yes. Well, one of the worst decisions that I've made. <laughs> but congratulations Rob, to you and your lovely thank wife. Thank you so much, Rob guys. Kendall came home with a box of baseball cards. <laughs> Hey, Drake, we love you, man. This is Drake. We love you. What's, com- what's coming up this afternoon? Uh, Monday, gun day with Guy Relford. Biggest stories of the day, and we'll have a good time. Thank you, Drake, for coming in. Thanks, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.